Welcome to Student Success Stories, the podcast where we spotlight academic excellence at Baylor. I'm your host, Carol Croson. Today's episode is part of our time management series where we're hearing from Baylor students who tell us how they manage their time and are most successful. Take a listen. Definitely. So, um, especially with science courses, I have found that, yes, you need to read and um, have like a base knowledge of your material before you go to class. So it's not always possible because sometimes you have chapters in multiple classes, but I do really recommend people to at least skim your notes. Maybe a professor has given you if you have like PowerPoint slides or anything. So you have some baseline knowledge if you go to lecture. And then once you're in lecture, you can actually a little bit better because that's how I work personally. Um, whenever I'm reading on my own, I'll solve like a few questions and so I can either jot them down and just make mental notes. And so whenever a professor is going over them in class, um, it helps bring a little bit more of an active learning process. I'm like, oh, she's talking about that, so she's talking about. So that's something I recommend because I've noticed that I'm a lot more engaged when I uh, take or when I skim over notes like that and then take in class because then I already have like certain milestones that I need to be like, okay, this is about a question about, this is something that I wasn't sure about, rather than just having information thrown at me. Because oftentimes, especially if it's like an like 8 a.m. class or a 9 a.m. class, and you're having information thrown at you, you kind of zone out, or even an afternoon class. Um, so that's one tip. Another tip, um, I it's just, it's more of a trial process, unfortunately, but it's thinking of how um, you work best during certain times of the day. So I've realized that um, I can force myself into a morning person. And so it's better for me to take classes that are not, maybe not even 8 a.m., but at least from 9, maybe 1, and just get like a chunk of classes out of the day. And then the rest of the day is free for homework, work, um, student organizations, et cetera, time for myself, rather than like I had a semester rise. So I at 11 and then I ended at 3 and I still had time but it just you feel like you're starting the day a lot later and I would be like oh I'll wake up early and I'll get something done but in reality it would never happen and I would just spend way too much time eating breakfast or something so I definitely recommend that see what else um this past semester actually I realized that um video lectures are really really helpful for me so I had taken human physiology with Dr. Tandy, and um, he was started implementing this um, technique of where he would post an online lecture, basically, which would go over the slides that we would go over in class. And it, since he talks about the same material almost every single semester, and it's, it's science, so it doesn't really change all that much, especially with human physiology, your heart only pumps one way, right? And so um, he's able to replicate his um, lectures for every single semester, both in class and now this online tool. I found that it was really helpful to um, do the online tool either before class or after class, honestly, depending on time. But, um, and then like jotting down his notes and then uh, reading over them once or twice, and then um, meeting up with a study buddy or like a study group, and then literally pretending you're Dr. Tandy and teaching each other out the material by just literally going page by page and discussing all the topics. And so it's not even like you have to have them memorized, as long as you have like a decent basis beforehand where you like, you're familiar with the three topics, 
talking out is such a helpful tool because I feel like you're like you have to know what you're saying or you can't just be saying random things and so that has been one of the most effective ways for me personally otherwise I will like lose myself and my thoughts even when I'm writing notes so definitely recommend those three that's awesome yes it sounds like definitely prepping before class and then if you're professor provides some additional supports utilizing those but then following up with um, teaching each other and that can be such a powerful way to to make sure that you really know that information so that's great to have some um, a group of friends that you can do that together and I think also mm -hmm. just finding that best time of day that is kind of thinking about yourself and when you function mm -hmm. and Sometimes if we know we have the tendency to sleep until close to when our class is, it's good to have that <laughs> accountability of that or maybe earlier start time. So we uh, make the most of our morning. So I think that is something exactly. to consider. Well, great. Well, when you are studying, um, do you have any kind of routines maybe that you fall into as far as like how long you study at a time when you take breaks? Um, kind of when your classes typically are, I know you said kind of starting in mid morning and, um, and then when they're over what you do next, how do you fit studying in to your schedule? So um, I will like kind of take like a snapshot of one of my ideal semesters class wise, okay. which unfortunately not every semester is going to be ideal class wise and you can still work your way around it. Um, so, for example, actually, I'll just talk about last semester because it was an ideal class wise, but it still worked out pretty well. Um, I think I started at 10 a.m., which still isn't terrible, but I like I like to be 9 a.m., so I'm at least up and functioning because I'm very much the type of person to be like, oh, I don't have to be somewhere until like 10. I don't have to get up till like 9. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, it's just how my mind works. Unless <laughs> I have like a very sad deadline. Um, and so, with that, I would always like show up to class and everything. And then um, I'm very dedicated to my planner. If I don't write it down somewhere, whether it's on my phone or my planner, um, I will forget to do it just because I put too much emphasis on it. And so 30 minutes, I started doing since I was probably in middle school and it's worked all the way up to like college and it just helps me stay organized. I'm very like, um, I'm a very uh, visual person. And so that helps me just break everything down because we have so many dates and events happening, whether it's assignments or student organizations and personal things. And so I can't always keep track of those. And I honestly prefer not even using my phone or my computer just because sometimes I feel like all that like um, screen time is giving me anxiety or like putting strain on my eyes. And so um, plus it's a very great distraction factor having things electronically because you can easily be like, oh, let me go to Instagram or let me go to Facebook, let me text someone back. So having it on an actual physical planner, I'm able to um, change things as I want, uh, make them pretty. And like sometimes I find it very therapeutic to like have different colors for different things. And like I will, for example, I have a weekly planner. So with every um, two pages, it'll be Monday through Sunday. And I find out that's a good spread for me rather than doing a too detailed daily one, like not enough detail with a monthly one. And so with the daily, I'm able to be like, okay, um, if I have a test today, I'll put it on top of it test today. And then I'll put it also on like the pages. And so that gives me a whole spread of the month as well. And then for assignments, for example, with like daily assignments, I'll mostly just keep it to the weekly pages mm -hmm. and be like, okay, on Monday, I need to have chapters six to seven read in so-and-so class. 
and just kind of have it done as a to-do list and with higher priority items, specifically ones that I'm like, okay, I need to do tonight, I will um, highlight with like yellow. And then I used to highlight other things with like an orange, but I found that it was just too much for me and I wasn't really being that effective with it. So just highlighting like the, the main things that I do like that night or that day in yellow like helped me prioritize things. Otherwise you get really overwhelmed with like all your assignments and readings and everything else you have going on. That's, um, so that's definitely something that I recommend. Okay. Um, and then for studying itself, so let's say like I started class at 10, uh, I will try and update my planner as I go in class just because it's the easiest because say your professor starts changing due dates or something else. It's just easiest to remember that way rather than going at like 5 p.m. that afternoon being like, what did you say again? Um, <laughs> so just keeping up with it is like a great habit, I feel like. It'll just help keep you on top of things. Because I've also noticed whenever it's time for me to get down and study, that's when I'm like, oh, let me just, um, in the sense of procrastination, I'll be like, let me just um, reorganize my planner, make sure everything's correct, this, this, and that. And it's great and therapeutic and all, but sometimes it distracts maybe like 20, 30 minutes that could have gone into something else. And then 20, 30 minutes you could have been done earlier. Um, so definitely, like, I'll usually start off either looking over my planner or filling it in. And then, um, I know all the techniques, like the Pomodoro technique is really popular. And if you're not familiar with that, it's where you do 25 minutes on, five minutes off, 25 minutes on, five minutes off for about three or four cycles um, of studying. And then you can take a, I think it's like a 30 minute break after like the four cycles. So you've done maybe like two hours. Mm -hmm. So you can take like a, um, like a 30 minute break and then do it again. And um, I follow a, uh, YouTube channel called Strive to Fit, which is who back when I was younger was in medical school. Now she's a, a resident. And so having like these incredibly like um, skilled techniques of studying is like a little intimidating, but it's really helpful too because you can adapt it to your own style of um, studies. Not that you have to do it exactly, but having like this example is really, really nice. And then there's also apps example like focus keeper that like basically are the pomodoro technique and that way you're not feeling like burnt out and like itching to grab your phone or like talk to a friend or whatever it helps you be like very focused and streamlined for 25 minutes and you're like okay i can go like use the restroom get a snack get a drink of water or whatever else for these five minutes so you're not like oh my god i'm like strapped to the desk and i just can't move awesome um I think if there's anything else in particular that really, really helps me, but it's kind of like, like um, motivation at times. I know it's like a tricky one as college students, especially like in the middle, like midterms, kind of like anxiety gets us or like um, finals or like, oh, there's just no more motivation left. Motivation is very just intrinsic factor, I realize, like it's all within you. And sometimes you're just like, you're making excuses for yourself to be like, oh, I have this and this to do. There's plenty of time in the world for everyone to do everything even though yes college is incredibly overwhelming especially as a freshman I know that was one of my most um, strenuous semesters of understanding how to study how to time manage and everything but it will happen it's not like you have to get it done within the first week of school but definitely having being ahead is always better than being and falling behind and trying to play catch up because I have played catch up a lot and it's definitely not fine, and it it, it hurts more than it helps. So. Yes. 
Definitely, definitely wise for sure. Staying ahead is the name of the game. And I really liked um, how you mentioned reviewing the notes from that day's class as part of your process. Is that right? Is that what yeah. you're thinking? Yeah. Um, and that has just been proven to be such a game changer as far as retention goes. And mm -hmm. getting in that practice is can be so helpful and just making it a habit. Um, and then I am so interested to know more about this YouTube channel and we'll definitely link to it below. Can you remind me strive to fit? Is that what it's called? I believe so. Let me just okay. double check, but I awesome. think it's called strive to fit. Great. Well, that sounds really exciting. So, um, mm -hmm. we will find that and link to it in the show notes, um, on our website. And then Focus Keeper, is that an app or a website? Yeah. Okay, it's an app. So there are different websites that you can probably Google Pomodoro Technique and it'll do more of like a, um, a desktop or a screen view of things. But I prefer doing it on my phone just so I have too many tabs open. And yeah, Focus Keeper is a, I'm sure it's probably on like Android, Google Maps and whatnot. Google awesome. Story, excuse me. I hope you took away a tip or a technique about time management. Learning how to manage your minutes is definitely a skill you'll use for the rest of your life. If you'd like to visit with someone more about time management and how you can manage your schedule, please check out the Learning Lab. They're part of Academic Support Programs Department and are located in the Sid Richardson Building, the lower level basement on the side closer to Morrison Hall. Thanks for listening, and I hope you'll join us again next time when we hear another student success story. Do you have a student success story you'd like to share? Did you start implementing a tip or technique you learned from the podcast and want to tell us more about it? Maybe you have questions or comments about how we can make this podcast better, or is there a certain content you would like to hear about? please let us know by emailing studentsuccessstories at baylor.edu. You can also check out our website where we have more details about the different episodes, and you can find that website at baylor.edu slash SSI slash podcast. Here you can download episodes, subscribe to our iTunes and see all the show notes from all the episodes we've done. These show notes are great, especially if you've been listening to the episodes on the go and want to find out more about certain resources, tools, strategies. Um, some of our guests have mentioned, you'll find all that information right there. Also, don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Student Success Stories. This is where we share when new episodes are going to be uploaded, when we have more information about tips and techniques that different guests have shared. And also, sometimes our guests take over our Insta stories, and those um, stories have been posted to our highlights. So be sure and check those out. They're a great way for you to get a good connection with our guests and see more about how they've been successful as students. Thanks for listening. Our podcast theme song is Run One Down by Dan Liebowitz.